Hello folks, welcome to Emphasis Podcast. This is Alex speaking, your host. Today we have with us Pradeep Yadlapati as our guest. He is the Associate Vice President and Head of the Enterprise Cloud Ecosystem Practice at Emphasis. So hello Pradeep and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me Alex, uh, it's a pleasure talking to you. So let's begin with how the cloud has evolved over the last decade. So let's look at what has happened in the technology industry over the last couple of years. We've started seeing evolution of people starting using cloud. To start with, most of us are familiar with how a Gmail is used, which is hosted you know, elsewhere. You don't know where it is, but you get, get to access it and you can you know, send emails from wherever you are. So in simplistic sense, that's been the first example of a cloud where you could access from anywhere. From there, today, with all the digital disruption that is happening around, the consumers today expect information to be available at their fingertips, applications to be changing based on their feedback, transactions to be happening in split second, having omni-channel experience irrespective of where they are. And the cloud has been a center of all these transformations that has been happening. The initial adopters, you know, I would call as the initial trendsetters, have started using, leveraging this opportunity and have started moving their applications onto cloud. Although the, the clear priorities at that point in time have been, how can I save more cost? Because uh, running uh, my own data centers would mean I have a capital expenditure. To reduce that, a cloud provides me an opportunity to move into a OPEX kind of a model. It's primarily what it now means is about pay as you go. So that's another thing that was very exciting for the initial adopters. And they've started moving applications onto cloud. Today, the business, the predicted business for cloud is to be about $236 billion by 2020. It's a huge market out there. Clearly, enterprises have started looking at it. All the examples that we've heard, the unicorns that we've been talking about, Uber, Airbnb, etc., have all, you know, born on cloud companies where they don't have any infrastructure, they don't have any physical assets, but they run their applications on cloud and that provides the scalability that you have today. So clearly, as we see, we expect about 83% of enterprise workloads to be moving to cloud by 2020. So there's a huge opportunity cloud offers to everyone. So by 2020, applications on CDs will become obsolete, everything will be on the cloud? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not just applications to CDs. I mean, you will not see a lot of physical data centers that exist, physical buildings. Imagine you trying to hire a building in San Francisco. The cost is humongous. Uh, instead, you know, having that in a low-cost location where you don't even know about it and being able to access that from anywhere is a fantastic thing that you can do to yourself and your company. It just saves so much cost. So you could have a workforce working from home? Oh, you could potentially do that. Yeah, absolutely. So part of that is, you know, your workplace transformation. How can you provide the millennials the access to information, collaborate uh, faster? And all of that is part of uh, the cloud adoption as well. What are the current trends in cloud? Oh, so a couple of things that we have started. To start with, uh, the moving their infrastructure onto cloud, what we call as a lift and shift, which is essentially, I mean, although it sounds like physical movement, uh, it is actually moving your applications without having to change anything and move onto the cloud. And most of the cloud providers talk about this as a mass migration, lock, stock, and barrel movement. The second one that is about is how can you re-architecture applications that can be digital ready, wherein, like we talked about, the omni-channel experience, how can you bring that by re-architecting the applications? The second one is how do I make sure my legacy assets are digital ready, and how can I bring the transformation 
across the applications, infrastructure, data, and platforms that I have within my enterprise. So all of that invariably is part of the current trend. So in that sense, cloud today is something that you cannot live without. Organizations have no choice, honestly, because it offers tremendous potential. The thinking now has to be when and how rather than why. So does cloud allow more automation? Automation is one part of it. The, what it allows is a couple of things. One is high availability of information as applications and data. Second is reliability. The third one is a performance, which means that you no longer have to worry about whether it's going to be up or down. And because most of the cloud-hosted assets are promised about higher availability of 99.95%, that's significant. For someone who's not fully aware of the, the, the full potential of cloud, what does cloud first mean? To start with, I mean, you know, this is a cloud first is a thinking. A cloud first is a strategy that enterprise want to adopt. What it essentially means is you are bringing applications faster to consumers. How you achieve it is through different means. You design your applications that are ready for cloud, which essentially means that you no longer develop them on your on-premise technologies that you use, but straight away go to the cloud where you don't have to manage the infrastructure, you don't have to manage the servers, you don't have to manage the storage. You can seamlessly develop applications there. And that is the cloud-first strategy that enterprises are looking at. It provides quite a few advantages to the consumers. Essentially, it provides ability to collaborate better through these applications, reduce your total cost of ownership, bring this seamless experience across different channels, that is mobile, online, you know, in-store, etc. All of that can be enabled uh, through. So the designing of your applications to be hosted on, to be, you know, net new developed on cloud is your cloud-first strategy. Jitsi, everything is at uh, your fingertips. I'd sorry, I wasn't sure, but cloud-first, is a terminology basically that you're using, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a kind of a strategy that you adopt. So tell me, how are enterprises exploring the new cloud capabilities? So we talked about how the evolution of cloud has happened, you know, with infrastructure-centric conversation. Today, we believe that at a point where we are in time, the cloud transformation is a fundamental to the digital disruption that enterprises are going through. In any enterprise, there are different components that constitute an enterprise application landscape. These are called systems of record, systems of innovation, systems of engagement. The way to look at the systems of record, the age-old systems that you have in your enterprise with lots of business logic in it, so much so that no one knows what's really in there. And it's been you know, maintained and developed over 30, 40 years, however long the enterprise has been. And all these companies that we talk to today one of the key challenges is how do I move that? How can I make them uh, digital ready? How can I make them part of my cloud transformation? The second part is about what we call as systems of engagement. So mobile apps and everything else are way to engage with your applications. So those systems of engagement are probably relatively easy, uh, falls in the easy bucket of movement. The third one is about systems of innovation, which is all the analytics that you run behind the scenes, understand your consumer patterns, what are they liking, what are they not liking. I mean, look at what Amazon does, you know, 
people who bought these products and that's the analytics that is running behind the scenes for you that is applicable pretty much in every business today you know whether you're online or mobile you keep getting these interesting recommendations and all of that is part of your own business centric logic that is running to enable cross sell opportunities and today while most of the enterprises have started looking at systems of engagement which are easier to move to cloud the transformation we believe has to start from looking at how can i make my enterprise ready for the disruption that is happening with the cloud as an enabler and that's what most of the cxos are thinking about conversations today are more about how can a cloud be a enabler for the cio to achieve the business objects that are set by his business and that's the primary change that is happening the second thing is around the transformation itself is a long drawn process and that requires not just bringing the technology change but also changing the enterprise behavior the enterprise change management as we call is an important element in terms of how do i educate my own it community that the way the operations would run today would be different tomorrow when they are they are moved to cloud because no longer they have to monitor things on a regular basis all of that cloud provides you those capabilities how do i not develop on age old technologies but leverage cloud and create applications that are mostly digital ready this is where most of the conversations are happening when we look at most the enterprises that we deal with so it's about running this large scale transformation end to end it's not application centric it's not infrastructure centric it's actually across the food chain to enable that to happen you need a kind of a sponsorship from the senior execs within the organization who can drive this like i said the change management is not going to happen easily without a clear sponsorship and that's where we see changing paradigm shift in terms of who actually sponsors this transformation in terms of enterprise are you looking at the smaller enterprises so traditionally as an organization we are more focused on enterprise segment which is the g2k customers as we call the global 2000 but we do realize that it is important to collaborate uh, where the innovation is happening and so we have a different model to work with the small and medium in a more collaborative model and the companies where we think there is innovation happening we've done few of those where we could you know do some initial capital investment to kind of you know work with them collaboratively we build some common solutions around that and then take to our customers so that is a different model that we adopt but from a purely from a customer focused standpoint we continue to be focused on enterprise segment which is global 2000 customers you've covered a lot of benefits but are there any benefit that you can elaborate on one is we talked about the operations the cloud operations as we as we call it see today the extent of managing the operations which is from your on premise environment to cloud environment happens uh, seamlessly at a low cost you're not no longer monitoring the number of servers uptime and availability as as you do in your your own data centers that's managed seamlessly the amount of consumption that is happening uh, you get a view of that so you have a cost predictability you exactly know where you're spending who's consuming it all of that so that's a greater advantage the business gets third one is the scalability element of it which means that in an environment in a situation where you know you have a holiday sales happening and you need your applications to scale up to n number of users that can happen seamlessly today with with cloud earlier that used to 
take at least a couple of months for you to plan ahead in time because you have to procure those infrastructure, be, make them available and then be able to launch your new products. That's not the case today. So that brings, it reduces the time to market tremendously from where it is. We talked about you know, moving from capital expenditure to OPEX. There is no, you know, you're not buying any more servers that you used to do earlier. The agility that it brings is tremendous. Business can pretty much conceptualize their new ideas and take to market in a very short time frame, which obviously things like DevOps helping in, in that journey, but cloud being an enabler in that process. So all of that kind of enables an enterprise to be agile, provide the business growth, resilience that they're looking for, cost optimization, and provide seamless customer experience. All of that are the benefits that cloud provides. As much as we have benefits, there are challenges. So what are the challenges organizations face in adopting cloud? So cloud transformation is a journey. To embark on that journey, clearly there are things that an enterprise need to understand. It's going to come at a certain cost to start with because you got to make some investment to make things easier for you as you move. And that requires a better business case articulation. Somebody picking that battle is an important thing. We talked about sponsorship that is an important element in any enterprise uh, to be able to provide that kind of a support and bring the change management. So those, those are the elements that an enterprise lands themselves into whenever they embark on, on this. Being able to provide a constant view to the business in terms of how they, some of these investments would get realized over a period of time and what's the cost benefit for that. So that's something that they would have to articulate. The second one is the provide that confidence and understand the boundaries and regulatory and compliance needs that the enterprise need to Bring in the required um, change management, which almost means like how will the future of provisioning environments going to look like, who's going to play a role in that, provide visibility into their cost optimization, and almost set the real expectations that this is not going to happen overnight, despite all the buzz that is out there. We are unique, and it's going to take time for us. And understanding and setting that expectation, because all of this requires a certain change. Everybody aspires to change fast because that's what they want to do. But understanding that there are situations where they can move things as is without click of a button. But there are also cases where they are not ready themselves because of certain reasons, because of technologies that they've used. Sometimes they're outdated, they're no longer available. These applications need a little more attention. They need to be remediated to be for them to be ready. So understanding that element of it. The other element is skill, reskilling their own employees, understanding that these new technologies means a learning for their employees, bring that kind of a change because that requires a grassroots level change, especially if they want to more on a cloud first strategy. It almost means that you want to change your workforce skill levels and uh, constantly upgrade them to be ready for the future. So all of these are traditional challenges that enterprises face on their cloud journey. There's one thing that I'm curious about is um, generally I think the general public now has become accustomed to, to cloud without even realizing it. Yeah. When they, they're actually finding themselves in applications that are not even on their systems. They're yes. in the cloud base. So for me, it's not so complicated uh, an issue, but 
It, does the workforce need a higher skill set to adopt cloud? Is there an immense amount of training or is it something which is so streamlined that it's actually quite accessible? So the skill availability is a challenge. Reskilling is a challenge that the industry is facing today. It's an important thing that us as service providers and customers have to address. It's not a technology that's been around for a long time. The change that is happening is rapid. Just to substantiate that, AWS, you know, one of the cloud providers, sends out 1,000 plus you know, new services in a year. And imagine that. Uh, someone trying to get up to speed on that is you know, humanly impossible. And same thing happens with you know, uh, Azure and other Google, etc. So which essentially means that you need to have a constant reskilling programs in place so that you know what's really happening, how can I bring the new innovation. Now, that requires you to understand which services to use. I mean, imagine having thousands of things available out there and it's like going to a grocery store trying to pick something and you, don't, you, you really need to know where you need to go to, which one you need to pick. And that's something that, that requires constant upskilling and it probably requires a bit of help from partners like us who can tell them, you know what, your focus should be these specific areas and that's what we should be looking at. So yes, reskilling is going to be a constant change. Developing applications is going to be very different. It no longer requires the same time and same research that they used to do. But you need to know which one to pick and from where. And that's not going to be easy unless you've been trained on those things. So for us, it's an important challenge that we are dealing with. There aren't so many people available out there who knows all of this. It's a huge investment that we need to make. And it's an investment that each individual need to make to themselves to be relevant in the current world with the rapid changes that are happening around us. We've discussed the challenges, but how does Infosys help businesses overcome these obstacles? Enterprises today need a partner who can help and execute their cloud strategy, which is not just about transitioning or migrating their applications, what we call as non-differentiating applications to cloud, but also leverage this tremendous opportunity that is out there to transform for their enterprises to be digital ready. So Infosys plays a pivotal role in um, showing enterprises uh, the whole picture and help them realize the whole potential of their cloud investments. And the way we do that is taking an enterprise-centric view of what is relevant to that particular customer, bring the experiences from what their peers are doing within the industry, what is more what we call as a cloud-ready applications, what is their disposition, taking a business-centric view of, of looking at their entire value chain and almost telling them which of them are suitable for cloud. And the second thing is drawing that roadmap for them and looking at the kind of transformation that they need to go through, whether it is uh, what we call as a mainframe modernization or a legacy modernization, or whether it requires a modernization across their application landscape, looking at bringing microservices, API, etc. All of that is part of our transformation roadmap. Just to quote a few examples, for one of the largest airline manufacturers, we have kind of digitized their operations and so much so that they were able to leverage that and monetize within their industry. Similarly, for a car manufacturer deploying analytics, telematics, so that they can get a real-time information of the driver behavior 
and that data can be monetized from an insurance purposes and other things through cloud as an enabler. And that's the different approach that we take. So um, a driverless car would rely on cloud as well to navigate itself? Absolutely. So there are a lot of information that is getting captured real time and a lot of decisions that are happening real time. And uh, to have that kind of a computing power, all of that requires real-time scalability. And all of that, you know, invariably is possible on cloud. Does there have to be an acceleration in technology of speed of access to information or is it working to an optimum level? Uh, You bring a very fantastic point, which is what we call edge computing, which is not everything needs to go all the way whether the server sitting somewhere else, actually there's a computing that is possible on the edges. And that's a new investment that is happening in terms of how can you bring analytics at the edges. And that's a new technology, new trend that we should all be looking forward and be excited about. Well, that's something that we're looking forward to in the future. But is there anything else that you foresee for the future of cloud? So today we, we talked about how cloud is at the center of digital transformation that is happening. If you look at a lot of buzz around the you know AI analytics, machine learning, etc., is available for us to explore. What we have to start seeing is real-time predictions in terms of how your environment is going to behave, how will you react to it. So pretty much the predictive analytics around it, bringing the machine learning elements into your operations, seamlessly spinning up, spinning down of environment without human intervention understanding that there is a potential problem that can come up and address that proactively without having a human react to it. These are tremendous opportunities that are out there that we can start seeing. The exploration of blockchain is another area where we will see cloud being utilized. We can look at some of the newer technology trends such as uh, containerization, moving to a more of a SaaS-based approach. Today, we are all talking about building applications, but there is also potentially you know, a SaaS-based approach to it where you do not have to build anything, just buy the application that does things for you. So that will be the future where you know, there will be a lot more that will happen around SaaS adoption. Enterprise, this will have to start looking at domain-centric solutions that will help them. For example, can I have a merchandising solution that can help me can I have retailing solution? Can something manage my supply chain seamlessly? Instead of spending enormous energies in terms of re-architecting my applications, is there a way? Can I do a plug and play? And that reduces the time to market, but at the same time, the cost. And that's going to be some of the things that will evolve over a period of time. And the thing that we talked about, edge computing, is also something that, that's an exciting thing that, that will uh, start showing some traction as we move. I want to take you back to the 90s. Now, in the 90s, we had a mobile phone, which had very few functions. The thought of people saying, okay, so it, one day everything will become amalgamated in your phone. You'll be able to watch and play and, and watch films and, and create so many data. You can even have uh, documents, which I know now cloud enables documents to have on your phone. So that was an amalgamation on a simple device, which is a phone. Do you see IT amalgamating its different, like for instance, does, do you see AI amalgamating with cloud and, and, and seeing like a greater kind of concentration of technology in future? So there is already a lot that is happening right now with AI on cloud. What the future holds is tremendous 
leverage of that through different use cases, which probably none of us are thinking about at this point in time, but that provides a greater opportunity for all of us. Today, an interface like Alexa or Google Home, it's your window to what is happening out there through a voice-based uh, interaction. That to extend does few things. It can tell you your schedules, it can you know, play a song for you, it can almost uh, tell you what's happening around you and what based on your interests. It can get so personalized that it can pretty much uh, tell you what did you buy last year and what you should be thinking about or it could even tell you which location you may be interested in, provide you recommendations in terms of what car you may like and what's the cost of that could be. So the number of opportunities and use cases uh, and interfaces that it provides is enormous. So it's actually making our choices simpler in a sense. It is taking away your thinking power and putting into a machine. This has been an incredible pleasure to sit and discuss this and actually learn so much from you. Thank you, Pradeen. And thank you all for listening. If you'd like more information, please visit emphasis.com. We look forward to you tuning in the next time. Mm-hmm.